Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, welcome back to another edition of The Wake Up Call. Today's episode is something I am really excited to talk to you about, and it is all about how hard you are currently working, or perhaps how hard maybe you're not working. And this is something that can be the difference between you getting the results you want and not getting those results. And this is something that was instilled into me from a very young age, is your ability to work hard, to just apply effort to a given task and get a certain outcome. And this is the way that I look at it. If you have two people who want the same thing, generally speaking, the person who works harder is going to get it. They're gonna achieve what they want more than the other person, okay? And this pertains in particular to physical training, strength training, all right? These things, exercise, physical training, resistance training, they are meant to be hard. That is just the nature of the beast. They are designed to be difficult and they should challenge you. And some people, unfortunately, are under the assumption of, if it's hard, I shouldn't do it. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. Physical training is hard. It should be hard. And, you know, I see a lot of people wearing these catchy meme shirts or motivational quotes on their shirts. You know, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you, you know, Sweat is fat crying, no pain, no gain, train insane or remain the same. All of these, you know, quotes and cute sayings. And as corny as they are, they're actually true. And the funny thing is, the people who typically wear those types of shirts are the people who are working the least hard. But I'll leave that for another day. If that offends you, good. Prove me wrong. (laughs) But this is what I want to talk about today. Resistance training, strength training, lifting weights. First of all, we must understand what that means. What is the definition of resistance training? In resistance training, the objective and the goal is to overcome a resistance or external load that you place on your body. So... Body weight exercise is resistance training. You are moving your body against gravity. So that is, gravity is an external load. Whether you are lifting a barbell on your back, doing squats, whether you are swinging a kettlebell, whether you are curling dumbbells, it doesn't matter. You are doing resistance training. And by definition, that means it is hard. You are trying to overcome a resistance or external load that you have placed upon your body by choice. And this is what I find very interesting about resistance training. People are always trying to make it easier. They want to make it easier. That to me makes no sense whatsoever. When you try to make resistance training easier and less difficult, you're actually getting less results. 
Now, there is very much a difference between making something easier and making something more efficient. Okay, good movement is good movement. If I was to walk into a gym and just see people exercising, I'll be able to see and tell straight away who has been training for a long time, who has had expert coaching, and who is somebody who has just read fitness magazines or clicked on a few YouTube tutorials and are self-taught. It's very easy, it's day and night between somebody who knows what they're doing and somebody who doesn't. But this is the way I look at it from a strength training perspective. It's going to be hard, period. It's not just hard for you, it's hard for all of us. So what you find hard, somebody else finds something hard. What I mean by that is, if you are brand new to lifting weights, you might find bodyweight squats hard. Somebody else who's been training for a number of years, they might be doing goblet squats with a 32 kilo kettlebell, and that's hard for them. But it's still hard. It's hard for the person doing bodyweight squats because they're at their level of hard. But it's also hard for the person doing the 32 kilo goblet squat because that's their hard. Hard is hard. All right? That's what you need to understand. You are not a unique snowflake where the world hates you and everything is against you. No. Resistance training is just difficult. It's hard. You are placing an external load and resistance on your body, which you have to overcome. That is how your body adapts. That is how you build muscle. That is how you build strength. That is how you burn fat. It is by overloading your body consistently over time. The key word there is overload. If you do not overload your body, you will not improve. If you do not overload your body, you will not improve. So tell me, why on earth would you want to make that easier? In what world do you think lessening the load will make you stronger, fitter, or help you build more muscle? <laughs> it's not gonna happen in any world I know. But this is what I wanna to talk to you guys about. Training hard just for the sake of training hard is not a successful recipe. So working hard, your level of hard, that is, is a requirement. That's a non-negotiable. You must work to your level of hard. But before you work really hard, you need to make sure you're using the correct technique. On which exercise? All of them, every single exercise. So the way that I run programs and the way that I coach my clients is very simple. I have a saying, most of my clients know it, simple, not easy. We do simple exercises savagely well. But it all starts with technique. And this is something that I'm going to run through with you. This is part of the fuller strength and conditioning training rules. This is something that we abide by, which has worked very well for a number of years, and it can work for you. No matter what your level is, whether you are a newbie, a novice, somebody who's never done strength training before. Maybe your background is you've done group fitness classes and you want to try strength training to actually build a decent amount of strength and not just get toned. Okay, use the word toned with air quotes here. But this is the sequence. This is 
the hierarchy of movement. It's an acronym and it is MCI. M stands for mechanics. So that is the technique you use. So let's say, for example, you're doing lunges. When you do these lunges, there are a specific group of joints which should be moving, and there are a specific group of joints which shouldn't be moving. There are a specific set of muscles which should be engaged, and there are also muscle groups we don't want to be engaged. Basically, there is a right way and there is a wrong way to do your lunges. Technique first. So let's go into a bit of detail about the lunge, just so you can understand what I'm talking about here with the whole mechanics and technique. So I have, this is the way I coach the lunge. You're standing up nice and tall, head upright, looking straight ahead. Your feet are placed directly underneath your hips. So it's a hip width stance. I want you to imagine you are on train tracks. Everything on the left side of your body stays on the left train track. Everything on the right side of your body stays on the right train track. They never cross. So when we do a lunge, there is no left to right movement. There is only forwards, backwards movement and down up movement to go into the bottom of the lunge and then obviously coming up and out of the lunge. Okay. Your knee is not designed to rotate. That means it should not go left or right. It doesn't have a very good capability to do those things. It is designed to bend and straighten because it is a hinge joint. It is designed to bend and straighten. That's pretty much it. So you're standing up nice and tall. You take a nice big breath in and you brace your stomach muscles like someone's about to punch you in the belly at full force. So you're bracing, in essence, for that impact. So you've taken a breath in, you've stabilized your midsection, you're nice and tight. You take a nice long stride forward, you plant the foot on the floor, you go straight down into the lunge, back knee hitting the floor if you have the mobility for it, and then you push the floor away, getting back to your start position. You can either go same leg, plant the foot, drop straight down and drive back, or you can change legs. That is a successful lunge, that is a good lunge. You step forwards, you hold that position, you grip the ground with the front foot, you drop straight down and you push dynamically straight back to your start position. Control down and push hard back to your start position, breathing out as you push back. That is good technique. So there's your mechanics, that's M. The next letter is C. That stands for consistency. Let's say you're doing a set of 10 lunges each side, because 10 is just a nice round number people like to do. If you're doing 10 lunges each side, you better make sure every single one of those lunges look and feel very similar, if not the same. C means consistency, and that means there should not be very much variation to your reps. That means they shouldn't look different. Rep one is the standard. That is when you are fresh. We'll call that when you are at 100%. Rep number one, if that looks immaculate, straight lines, the knee is not wobbling left or right, it faces the same direction as your toes, your back knee gently hits the floor, and you return back to a nice upright position. If that's rep number one, rep number 20 better look the same as that. Consistency is your ability to maintain the standard of movement from the start of the set to the end of the set. So let's say you're doing 10 each side and 
only eight of them look good for each side. After four each side, your technique starts breaking down and you start losing form. I would stop you right there and that is your set. You start at four reps each side. You do a couple more sets and then next week you come back and you try and improve upon four each side. And the reason I stop you there is because if you keep going, all that you are training is a poor movement pattern. You are training bad technique. And your brain, your nervous system will remember it. So next time you go to do lunges, it's going to remember, I've got a shaky knee, my foot is not planted, my core isn't engaged, my back's rounded, and that is gonna be your standard. And this is why people have knee pain when they do lunges. It's because they're doing them wrong. And they're doing too many. So mechanics, are you doing it with the correct form? Are you using the right joints? Are you engaging the correct muscles? Yes or no? Once you understand the technique and you can display it, we need to make sure that it is consistent. One rep is not enough, unless you're doing sets of one. But if you're doing multiple sets of lunges, and I use that as an example, and you're doing 10 each side, 10 reps each side should look exactly the same. Sure, there might be a little bit more effort applied to finish the set. You might be huffing and puffing and breathing at a higher rate and having to work for those last few reps, but that's normal. Resistance training is hard. We've just discussed that. It's not just hard for you. It is just hard, period. So there's your M, there's your C. I, that is the last piece of the puzzle. I stands for intensity. Once you can display whatever exercise it is with the correct technique, and you can do it from start to finish of your set, from rep one until the very last rep, then you can intensify the exercise. You can make it harder. So making something harder comes in a lot of different shapes and different forms. You can add weight. So let's say you're doing bodyweight lunges. You might decide to add two kilo dumbbells in each hand. You might decide to go from you know, alternating forward lunge to walking lunges, where the muscles are placed under tension more consistently, more frequently. That is a harder style of exercise. I is where you enforce some form of progression. You make some aspect of the movement or the exercise harder. So it might mean instead of three sets, you do four. So you're, doing an, you're increasing the volume. Instead of 10 reps, you might do 12 reps each side. You might decide to offset the weight. So instead of having two weights, you might decide to only load one side of your body, which forces the core and the hip muscles to work incredibly hard to prevent your body from side bending. There are a lot of different ways, but essentially you're trying to make some part of the exercise more challenging. Okay, so that is the hierarchy of movement, M, C, I. And this works like Monopoly. Do not go past go and collect $200. If you cannot display the exercise with the correct mechanics, the right technique, you do not go forward. You do not progress until you can perform the exercise at the required standard. And this is very important because a lot of people skip this. They just want to get into it. They want to make it harder. They want to feel like they're working. They want to sweat. And I'm all for that. I want to make sure you're working hard, but I also want to make sure you're doing things correctly so you reduce your risk of injuring yourself. So use the right joints and the correct muscle groups 
and it's also going to improve your performance. It's going to make your body as a whole more efficient. Because if you can't stabilize your core with body weight, you certainly aren't going to be able to do it effectively adding weight. Do the simple things and do them well. So that is how you can master your technique. MCI. Once you've got that down pat and you're training consistently, the next stage is to make sure you are actually training hard. You are training to your level of hard. Like I mentioned, training should challenge you. It needs to, it must. That is the only way your body will adapt and improve. And this is the framework that I use to figure out what level you are training at. It's very complicated, all right? So you might wanna grab a pen and paper. You might wanna put your science hat on. This is how we do it. <clears throat> You're doing an exercise in the gym. You do a set of 10 reps. At the end of that 10 reps, you ask yourself, was that easy, hard, or medium? That's it. Let's, we'll, we'll use that example of the lunge. You do 10 reps each side. Was it easy, was it hard, or was it medium? Just pick. <laughs> How many more could you do? And this is something that helps a lot of my clients make sure that they're working at the right level for them. Because all of my clients are at different levels, different strength levels, different fitness levels, different backgrounds, different injuries, different goals. So it's important you work to your level. So let's say we're doing the lunges, 10 each side. Okay, how many more could you do? Oh, I probably could have done, I reckon two more each side. Only two? All right, maybe three. So three, three each side, that's as, that's as many as you could do. Yeah, I think so. All right, now, what if I was to put a gun to your head and say, I need you to do as many as you possibly could. How many more could you do? All right, I could probably do 10 more each side. Okay, we've just changed the whole perspective and frame of that set. If 10 reps each side was challenging and you couldn't do any more, we could pretty quickly establish that was hard. But after a couple very simple and easy to answer questions, we have now extrapolated some more information to figure out where you are actually at in terms of difficulty. How hard are you actually working? If two each side was your actual limit, two each side is all you would possibly be able to do, we would call that a medium hard. So there is an in-between. We have an easy, hard, medium, but we also have easy, medium, and medium hard, okay? So th those are your little bits of uh, in-between. But if it was two each side that you could do, we would probably call that medium hard. If you could do five each side, eh, you know, that's half the reps that you just did, you could do it again. We'd call that a medium. There's definitely more in the tank, you've got more to give. And the form was still good at the end of the set, excellent. Now, if you said, I could, honestly, if I, if I had to push, you know, you had a gun to my head and I, I had to do it, I'll be able to do 10 more each side, double. Well, that sounds pretty easy to me. We're looking for 10 each side, we did it, no issues, and you could do that again, that's easy. That indicates what level you are at and whether or not you need to step things up a lot, whether you need to push a little bit harder or whether you are at the right level, okay? It's on a self-assessment. And if you're new to strength training, you haven't done it before, 
your gauge of what is easy, medium, hard is going to be a little off. It takes time, it takes reps, and it takes experience to get that to a finely tuned dial. Easy, hard, medium. So this is a good way you could think of it. Let's uh, let's change the exercise. Let's 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 say you're doing a bench press, and you can't do a single rep more than what you've been asked to do. Let's say you're doing four sets of five reps on the bench press. You do the fifth rep, you rack the bar. Whew, that was tough. I only just got that last rep. You are on the money. Form did not break down, so you are working at a hard level for you. If you had two reps in the tank, medium hard. So if it's set number one, you might wanna do another couple sets to see if it's still at that medium hard with two reps in the tank as you get to the last set. Because it's very easy to jump the gun on set number one when you're really fresh and you're ready to go. It's, let's call it the first exercise of the day you've done. Set one, you're like, oh, that was easy. I've got two in the tank there. Let's put more weight on the bar. You do the next set, and it's like, oh, wow, that's really heavy. <laughs> and then you've got th set three and set four to come. Your technique starts to break down. So that's where you need to use your awareness and have a little bit of foresight into the upcoming sets. Yes, take each set individually as it comes. If you're doing a set of five, your target, your focus, your objective is to hit five good, clean, quality bench presses. Every rep looks and feels the same. And then after a while, you know, you'll start to figure it out. You'll be like, okay, set one is generally gonna feel pretty good. Set two, dialed in. Yep, I know what to expect, the weight's heavy now. I'm prepared for it. I know how much I have to brace. I know how hard I have to push. Set three, a little bit of fatigue kicking in. Okay, it's pretty heavy now. My arms are getting a little bit tired. You wanna get a bit lazy with things. Set four is gonna require all of your, your focus, energy, and attention to detail. So if in doubt, go lighter. If in doubt, go lighter. Maintain your technique. M, mechanics. C, consistency. I, intensity. That is the very last thing that we introduce. And this is the last part I'll talk about with regards to the difficulty level. If it is light, good. That means next week you can go up. If every rep looks and feels the same, you're hitting your, your numbers and your form is still excellent, good. Next week you can go up in weight. You don't have to do all PBs in one session. You don't have to keep adding more and more and more and more and more weight to the bar in one session. Play the long game. Don't just worry about one individual session. Focus on a four-week training block. Make sure you're progressing each of those four weeks. Okay, so if it's light, good. Excellent technique. Next week, go up. If it's medium, good. That means you can push maybe a little bit harder. So let's say it's the bench press. Maybe you put a 1.25 or a 2.5 kilo plate either side of that barbell. As long as your form is not compromised. See how it feels. See what it looks like compared to your lighter weight. If it still looks and feels good, you're on the money. You've just upped it to the level you need to be at. And if it's hard, good. It means you're at the right level. 
resistance training is hard. If it's not hard, it's not going to work. Muscles don't grow on trees. You don't just go over to the, the nearest tree and pick off a muscle and slap it on your body. No, you develop it one rep at a time, one set at a time, one training session at a time, one week at a time. And you've got to earn it. Okay, these muscles, strength, fitness, it's not given, it's earned. And you have to push yourself. Nobody else can do it for you. You have to push yourself. And that's what the weights are fantastic at doing. It teaches you about yourself. What are you willing to go through to get what you want? How hard are you actually prepared to push? Are you prepared to go through that discomfort, that pain barrier of rep 20 on the last set? Are you prepared to squeeze out those last two, three, four reps? So that's what you need to figure out. The weights will teach you that. As long as you use these frameworks I'm talking about, MCI, in terms of getting your technique and working at the right level, and then easy, hard, medium, and objective measure. Is it hard, is it medium, or is it easy and you need to step things up, give yourself a bit of a kick up the ass? And this brings me to the last point that I wanna sort of touch on, and this is sets and reps. This is something that not too many people go into detail about or understand. My clients have got a really good awareness of this because I've taught them and I've coached them through this, but I want to use a different example. Let's say you're doing squats. Let's say you're doing a goblet squat. You're holding a weight in front of your chest. And the goblet squat you're doing for three sets of 12 to 15 reps. How many do you do? What, what number do you aim for? Before you've even begun the set, you should have an idea of what number you're actually going for. The rep range, 12 to 15, is predetermined. You're going to either do, you're going to aim for 12, 13, 14, or 15 reps. Now, my advice to you listening in right now is to always strive for the top number. Always strive for that top number. Still using good form, mind you. The reason you aim for the top number is this. If you aim for 15, and by the end of the set, you can't quite get there, you are within your rep range. You will likely be between that 12 to 15 mark. But if you only aim for 12, if shit hits the fan and you fall off the proverbial cliff, like let's say you get to rep eight and then all of a sudden your legs turn to jelly or your form starts to break down, you've still got four reps to go, man. It's a long way to go. But if you aim for 15, you've got a bit of wiggle room there. If you aim for the 12, you've got no wiggle room. If you're doing 12 and you don't hit your 12, you're not in your rep range. And if this is another way to establish if you're at the right weight. 12 to 15 reps should be difficult. It should challenge you. Those last couple reps, you should have to work for them. So if you can do more than 15 reps with good technique, you might want to bump the weight up. If it's a goblet squat, maybe you go up the next kilo. Or if you're above the 10 kilos, maybe you go up to the next available dumbbell. Maybe it's a two and a half kilo jump. So if you can hit higher than 15, it's maybe a little bit too light. And on the other side, if you can't do 12 reps with good technique, the weight's too heavy. So this is where you need to be aware of your current technique, what level you are working at, 
and if you are where you need to be or not. And this is for every single exercise, guys. This isn't just for you know the first exercise and then it's okay, we put, we put the cruise control on. No, every exercise should challenge you. So you walk in the door, you do your dynamic warm up, you do your activation exercises, and then you get to work on exercise number one. You do warm up sets as needed, body weight, empty bar, light dumbbells, if depending on what you're using, and then you build up to a challenging level for whatever exercise is first. You tick those boxes, you work down your list next exercise, same thing. So you don't take your foot off the gas unless it negatively affects your technique. This is where so many people shoot themselves in the foot. You know, let's say you're doing your goblet squats and like, oh, I did 15, that was easy, cool. You know, you go and have a bit of a walk and you know, you have your minute or two minute rest period and you come back and you just cruise through another 15. Awesome. And you do that every week and you do that for three or four programs in a row and then you're scratching your head and you're like, why the fuck have I not progressed? I followed the program, I did my three sets of 15. Well, here's the deal. You simply weren't working hard enough. Yes, your form was good. Yes, you were consistent. But you simply weren't working hard enough. Honest self-assessment. It takes time, takes practice, takes experience. But it takes a bit of courage to actually go for those high reps to actually try that next weight up. So if you've been stuck on the same weight for a while, at some point you're going to have to dip your toe in that pool and go to the next weight. And it might mean you drop the reps back a little bit just so you can feel what that weight's like and get used to it. That's absolutely fine. 100% agree with that. Beautiful. But it should be challenging. So just to wrap up, guys, just to recap what I've discussed with you, I hope it all makes sense. But this framework I have tested and refined over many years with hundreds of clients and it never fails to work. It works for everybody, beginners, intermediates, advanced. Because it gives you an honest self-assessment. Did you tick this box, yes or no? Where's the evidence? So, if you think you're doing the right thing, ask yourself, M, mechanics, are you using the correct joints, yes or no? Which joints should be using, which joints should you not be using? Are you using the correct muscle groups, yes or no? Which ones are they? Can you tell me what they are? Or are you just repeating information that you've heard or you've read online? You need to have an understanding of each exercise. C, consistency. Are you doing it for one rep? Are you doing it for the whole set? It's easy to disguise one awesome rep, or you do one every three reps, which is good. No, sir. If you want to go up in weight, if you want to do things faster, if you want to do more of them, you better show me you can do it for the whole set. Because I'll watch, and I have a I have a very good attention to detail. I see everything. Mechanics, consistency, and then once you can show that, intensity, increasing the weight, increasing the number of reps you do, or making some part of the exercise more challenging. Once you've got that understanding, identify what level you're working at. Easy, hard, or medium. And be brutally honest with yourself. If it was easy, just put your hand up and say, that was easy, next set, I'm going up. Or if it was medium, okay. Put it in the note section, felt pretty comfortable. Next week, try heavier. Or if it was hard and you had to strain for those last couple reps, 
beautiful you where you need to be so guys i hope that gives you an understanding of how to train for strength it takes time it takes effort but you also must have an attention to detail and stay focused for the whole set if you're doing those 12 to 15 reps you're not worrying about what's happening after work or on the weekend or whatever sally said to you at the water cooler that shit doesn't matter when you are doing your set you're doing your set because if you don't pay attention to what you're doing you're going to get fucking injured that's what a rest period is for to rest to let your mind wander so you can do other stuff but during the set when you are handling weights when you're doing resistance training your focus is 100 percent on the task at hand injury reduction and also performance enhancement it's got a good tagline <laughs> but it's going to make you get results quicker because you're going to be more efficient and more effective at every exercise because you're paying attention to it and that is very very important do not underestimate that so guys that concludes episode number eight how hard are you working ask yourself it ask yourself that question look yourself in the mirror did you do all you could or are you leaving potential and energy on the table and maybe that's the key to bursting through that plateau and taking your physique and your strength to the next level don't leave your results up to chance you are in charge of how much progress you make and how quickly you make it use the right technique work as hard as you possibly can on every single exercise you perform that's the key no shortcuts simply do the work thanks for listening guys i'll speak to you soon if you loved the wake up call found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening i would appreciate you helping me to spread the word please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have thanks for listening we'll see you soon for another episode